Hi there, I'm Michael M. Welcome to the Abbey Lane Beatles podcast. So glad to have you back for my first episode of 2022, episode number seven. I've got a really great podcast for you today. It's another fireside chat with the Beatles fan, one that I'm really excited about. My guest today is Danny Bonaducci. Danny's an American actor, comedian, and TV and radio personality. Now, you may know Danny most famously from his role as Danny Partridge on The Partridge Family from the 1970s. But Danny has done so much more and he's lived a fascinating life. On top of everything else that he's done, he's also been a boxer, a wrestler, and has a black belt in Tang So Do. Now, Danny currently hosts the morning show on KZOK 102.5 in Seattle. And this year will be his 10th anniversary doing so. And I'll be sure to provide a link so that you can check it out and have a listen. Danny is also, also have a podcast with show highlights, and I'll provide a link to that as well. In 2001, Danny wrote a book called Random Acts of Badness, My Story. So without further ado, please welcome Danny Bonaducci. Hey, Danny, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm very well. Although, I got, honest to God, I'm a little bit terrified. My wife is such an outlandishly, just shy a crazy Beatles fan. And if I give an answer that shows me to be uh, less than Beatles informed, I mean, like if I say, uh, who wrote my guitar gently? Wait, well, that was Paul McCartney. No, it was George Harrison and now no six for seven months. What? What are you talking about? No, I want to get this all right. Uh, excellent. Uh, I'm a huge fan and I'm just so excited that you're here and that we're going to have a chance to talk Beatles. So let's get to it. Do you so, think, let me ask long- you real quick, man. Do you think if you said to someone, hey, uh, uh, what's your favorite Beatle? And they said, oh, I don't really like the Beatles. Do you think, A, they lie, and B, they can never be friends with us? Um, My politically correct answer is, uh, okay, yeah, no problem. I respect that. But sort of down, I'm like, yeah, we probably can't be friends. Right, we can't be friends. You don't like the Beatles. We can't be friends. So let me ask you, how how long have you been a Beatles fan? Oh, all my life, because I'm the youngest of four. So, uh my brother, John, was there to see um, the Ed Sullivan thing. My sister, Celia, had, oh, she had my grandfather, Big Showman. Uh, Paul McCartney wiped his face with a towel, right, for after a concert after the Hollywood Bowl. And somehow my grandfather got it. And that, that was amazing to all of us that, oh, my God, my sister has Paul McCartney's makeup towel. Wow. That's very cool. Yeah. So are you a fan of early Beatles or later Beatles? Do I have to pick? You, you can, can like yes. both if you like. No, I'm going to oh, say like, yes. oh, who, who doesn't like all the Beatles music all the time? But I'd have to go with early. I like the mop top. I like the Nehru coats. I just, you have to love that. Right. So what do you feel are some of the biggest contributions the Beatles made to the world? I mean, oh, we know man. musically they did, but what about culturally? Well, here, here, here's something. My, my dad, not a terribly nice man. Uh, and my mom, wonderful woman, my brother John, like this crazed genius guy. Yet all of us love the Beatles. The Beatles, the Bonaducci family that never came together over anything could come together over the Beatles. And they could come together over come together, which is kind of cool. I just made that up. That's, uh, it works out well. And, and, I, and I agree with you. It's, it's something that does connect a lot of people. I've, I've had guests say that where there wasn't a lot going on in the family, but somehow the Beatles sort of, that's something they could, they could agree on. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah. My father, again, I didn't know he even had favorite things. Uh, although 
Across the Universe was one of my dad's favorite songs. That, that He could sing it. I never heard the guy sing, and he could sing it. It was crazy. <laughs> so does it surprise you that the Beatles are still as relevant today as they were when they came out in 1964? No, and I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why. And I'm not kidding. You're going to think I'm kidding, but I'm not kidding. I have always believed that the American uh, forefathers and the Beatles were actually aliens. Now, I know you're thinking, oh, I'm that cute. No, I, I'm not kidding at all. Who could write that stuff? Could you conform mop tops from Liverpool? Who could write the Declaration of Independence and have us still working with it? Hey, no, the Beatles were aliens and I stand by it. <laughs> That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Thank you. Uh, so I know in uh, 2019, you had a chance to visit London with, uh, with your wife, Amy, which she blogged about. Now, how was that? Oh, wait, what's her blog thing? What do you, how do you find that? Honey, how do you find your blog? The clipboard of which she stole from an episode of uh, Full House. The clipboard of fun, if you want to see her. And we did, we went to Liverpool. Actually, here's the thing, man, how crazy of a fan my wife is. So we're going down the streets in Liverpool and we're walking along, minding her own business. And there's this lady over there. She goes, oh, Amy, hi. And that turned out to be Jackie Spencer, a tour guide. When the tour guides recognize your wife, your wife's a real life Beatles, Beatles fan. Yeah, no, I'm going to make sure I give everyone the uh, the link to, to her, her um, Good, blog. It was sure. really great. There was a lot of really cool pictures. I know you visited uh, Abbey Road, and that must have been really cool. I'll tell you, again, you're going to think I'm kidding, and I'm closer to kidding about the last thing, but I'm not kidding about this. I always say, well, we took this tour of Paul McCartney's house. Did you know Paul McCartney had an outhouse? And everybody thinks, oh, Danny's my own dude, you making a potty joke. No, I'm making a joke about a guy who started life with, a, with an outhouse and went on to be what Paul McCartney was. That's amazing to me. No, you're absolutely right. So have you ever had a chance to meet any of the Beatles or see them in concert? You're, you're ready to be jealous, man? I've met two Beatles. I am. <laughs> Please, tell us. No, yeah, two Beatles. I'll tell you, I'm not, I've never met Paul McCartney, but I've seen him in concert three times, I believe. I met John Lennon, and this is a drag because I was only 10 and don't really remember it as well as I would like to. He came to his, He was very good friends with David Cassidy. I didn't know that. So he came to the set wow. to say hi to his buddy. And I met Ringo at a, a meeting whose purpose will go un, unnamed, although it's the, everybody knows. But I, I saw him at a particular meeting, and the guy to his right was railing. This, is a, this meeting was for famous people and people that can't say that much, and blah, 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 blah. And the guy next to Ringo was saying, you know, I had a really hard time. You know, the show got so famous. I didn't know what to do. Everybody got so famous. Oh, fame, fame wrecked my life. And Ringo started goes, hey, man, I was a Beatle. Oh, I love that moment. <laughs> oh, that's a great story. It is a good story, huh? Well, have you had a chance to see the uh, the Beatles get back, and did you like it? I, I didn't love it as much as I thought I would. I, I did, in fact, love it, but there's just so much Beatles stuff out there that, in my opinion, is better. Ron Howard's documentary, I, that was brilliant for me. Now, I liked it, but I liked it because the Beatles were in it. They could just sit around and not do anything, just, you know... Uh, when I listen to the Beatles channel on my stereo and somebody starts to talk, I don't turn it down. I turn it up. And Ringo does a lot of that. Hey, it's me, Ringo Starr on the Sirius uh, FM thing with Bobber. So uh, I, <laughs> I listen to anything I can get that involves the Beatles. So here's one I like to ask my guests, and it's, a, it's sort of a controversial thing for people to answer. Do you, do you th who would you consider the fifth Beatle if you had to pick one? Oh, I'm kidding. The, the uh, black dude, keyboard player. Billy Preston. Billy Preston, Billy Preston, absolutely, hands down, the fifth Beatle. They called him that for forever. 
Now, uh, the manager was called the fifth Beatle for a long time, and I think he did great, great things for him. But when you ask a Beatle, at least in that time, who was, your, uh, who was the fifth Beatle, they'll tell you Billy Preston. I couldn't agree with you more. Well, thank you. So uh, I do a regular segment where yeah. I, uh, I call Get to Know the Beatles Fan. So it's four questions. Okay. And so I'm ready, uh, we'll, I'm ready, we'll go I'm ahead ready. and do that. So uh, who's your favorite Beatle? I guess I got to go Paul McCartney because if you say if you say Ringo, you're just trying to be interesting. Ringo's a wonderful guy. And like I said, I've met him the most out of any of the Beatles I have the pleasure to meet. But uh, I'm going to go with Paul McCartney. Okay. Do you have a favorite album? Help. Is there another album? Oh, yes. Turns out there is. But Help is by far, in my opinion, because also with Help, you can act it out when, when they sing, uh, uh, when they do Help, for example. I can see Ringo with the little snow horsey. Poking the little horsey in the nose. That you know what? That's that's a good memory for me. I smile every time I hear it. And what about a favorite Beatles song? Uh this this this, this is gonna be uh here's in, you ready, you ready, you ready? Here we go. While my guitar gently weeps. That's a great answer. It's a great song, no, a isn't great it? Answer. And, you it know, really George, is a great song. George didn't get the credit. Now, I I I I'm a problem with George when he said on the Dick Cabot show. Dick Cabot said, So what you're saying is uh those other three guys were really holding you back. And without a smile on his face, he said, yeah, they were. Whoa, the Beatles were holding me back, but uh, he had some great, great music. He, he really did. And and you're not wrong. I I mean, I'll even I'll even say it. I, I think he was sort of held back by John and Paul. I wouldn't say it's intentional, but you had two, you know, uh, songwriting geniuses and sort of yeah. you're under that umbrella. And, and even in Get Back, you know, they had that hidden conversation between Paul and John and John sort of said like, hey, you know, maybe uh, maybe maybe we're wrong here. Right. Maybe we got to we got to step up a little bit. Yeah, so, maybe. Maybe. So what about when it comes to the the looks of the Beatles? Do you have a favorite look, costume, uh, time yeah, frame? I want to say, um, OK, how about how about uh, Sergeant Pepper's? Sergeant Peppers. Now, the reason I wasn't going to pick Sergeant Peppers because you can't walk down the street like that. In all the other uh, <laughs> of, uh, of the Beatles, they're wearing clothes you could walk down the street and say, "Hey, John, what's up, buddy?" But that was some interesting clothes. It, it really <laughs> was. It was uh, like visually stunning. The, yeah, the Sergeant Pepper. Mean. And I saw I, the I, uh, the Cirque du Soleil thing, and it was all good sportsmanship. It was all fun. So, um, is there anything new that you're working on, or anything you want to talk about? No, I got my radio show is going very well. I help my mom, my mom, that's a little Freudian. I help uh, my wife with her podcast. Uh, and, you know, life is just a good time. I didn't expect, I'm 62 and I thought the fun would stop now and it has not. I'm having a great time. Yeah, no, you, I mean, uh, you've come, you've definitely come a long way and yes, I have. you seem, you, you've seen, you seem happier than you've ever been. And it's, it's just fantastic. Yeah, um, just I listen to a, I'll tell you what, with the uh, being happier than ever. It's, it's true, but I never had anything to hold on to that made me that happy. I have an ex-wife, a nice enough girl, but she didn't bring me a lot of joy. Um, being the guy from the party, being an ex-child star is a little bit rough. But now there's so much stuff to do, all these podcasts, like your podcast for this, for example. This is a lot of fun. You call me up, you ask me to do it, I'm doing it. And you want it to be about the Beatles. You don't want to be about Einstein or mathematics. I couldn't do that. But the Beatles go all day long. <laughs> No, absolutely. And, I, and I'm, I'm glad to just be able to talk to people because like it's, like you, you mentioned earlier about the family having that one common thing, Beatles, 
if, right. if you have two Beatle fans, you can just have a conversation and talk forever and ever and ever. Totally true. Totally true. I'll bet you don't have any problems getting booked, uh, getting uh, guests for this, do you? Uh, it's diff- more difficult than you think. But, really? Uh, I would think yeah. you're saying I, we're do a thing about the Beatles, people come running. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm a startup. Um, I'm new. This is only my seventh episode. I've been doing it for about a year. But it's great. I, I absolutely love it. And, uh, you know, putting the questions together and then just sitting face to face with someone virtually and yeah, just virtually. talking Beatles and, and hearing the excitement and learning little new things that I didn't know. You know, you I learned a couple things from you today, you know, that you, you got to meet John Lennon when you were 10. You don't remember much yeah. of it, but that's still very cool. Yeah. Or that your sister has a towel that, you know, Paul McCartney wiped his face with. That's a and, little bit, a little tidbit. I did. Oh, I bet. Absolutely. I mean must have been like just ecstatic about it ecstatic because that came from the uh, hollywood bowl episode so you know the show goes like this good night and there it was right there in his hand we looked it up on some because they didn't really have a uh, tiktok or any of those things back then but we looked it up to find the, the towel hanging from his hand wiping his forehead and my sister has that and she'll have it forever and by the way i mean if you asked to ask my sister for okay you've either had the towel or one of your lungs what's it gonna be and she picked the towel. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So one thing I wanted to mention uh, before we before we say goodbye, um, you're coming to Niagara Falls in June, which oh, yeah. is uh, June 3rd. Yeah. June 3rd to 5th, uh, 2022 uh, for the Niagara Falls Comic Con. So I'm going to make sure all my guests know about that and, and have a link to uh, oh, that's great. book some time to to come and say hello. And I, I'm about an hour and a bit away from there. So I'm going to try and make it out there to, to All see right, you I too. Won't, I won't so. it, it's over an hour, but if, you, if I do see it, it'd be great. Uh, Danny, this has been an absolute joy to talk to you today. Um, I, you know, I wish you well. I wish you well with the, uh, the radio program. And well, thank uh, you. But wait one second. Cause I want to see if I can show you something. Yeah, Aim. absolutely. Can you come here? I won't put your face. My wife did. She doesn't want to have her picture taken. She wouldn't do anything, but I think I can work this out. Can you show him your uh, Abbey Road tattoo? That's my oh, wife's oh, tattoo that's from Abbey Road. Fantastic. That I is have, very, very cool. Uh, I have that is, ne- that is, that, that is definitely next wife. level. I next level long fan long. is uh, tattoos. If you don't have tattoos, I even have one. I have a long and winding road tattooed on this shoulder. But I'll tell you what, I didn't think anything about this, to be honest with you. We saw Paul McCartney together. It was a great show. It was fantastic. She's a crazy build. Uh, she loved me for the rest of my life over this. But I'm thinking, yeah, it's okay. It's nice. It's Paul McCartney. I like him. It's all then good. And he starts to sing Long and Winding. I could cry right now. He starts to sing uh, um, uh, The Long and Winding Road. Well, when he was singing it, I was 48 and my wife was 24. And you better believe it was a long and winding road to deliver that. And then I started crying my eyes out at a Paul McCartney concert because he started saying, uh, it's a long and winding road. It was. It was long and I love you so much. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I, I've actually been there myself. I, I've been to see Paul five times. Wow. Uh, and I, yeah, I did cry at one of the shows. I'll, and I'll share this with the listeners. It's sort of a private moment, but it, just to tell you how the connection with the Beatles is. So when I saw Paul, it was back in October. It was October 17, uh, I want to say 2014, 2013. Anyways, okay. um, the, the night of his concert, earlier that day, um, there was a funeral for a very good friend of mine that had passed away. So it was not a good day. Um, no. but I'd had these tickets for months and months and months. And, uh, you know, and I, so I went to go see Paul as soon as he started to do here today, 
I absolutely lost it. I was just, I was bawling my eyes out the entire time. But after that song and having that good cry, boy, did it ever help me because it really picked me up after that. And the rest of the show was was just fantastic. So I I know what it means to get caught up in the emotions. I'll tell you this, young man, and that is, if if anybody faults you for crying at a Paul McCartney song and a Paul, they're the, they're bad people. You don't want to know them. You don't want them <laughs> in your life. They're bad people. No, absolutely. I, I and so, but the point is, it happens. I mean, it brings out emotions. Yes. And I, I, every concert I've been to, I've seen someone tearing up because it's either the first time for someone. Um, you know, the first time I saw uh, Paul was in 1989 at our, our old Sky Dome, which is now the Rogers Center in Toronto. And I went with my father, my late father, and my father started crying because I was oh his God. first time seeing a Beatle who he was a huge Beatles fan. So he was Beatle just from his generation, right? Exactly. You know, and, and not, on that tour, in that tour, Paul, uh, the video that he showed before the show was 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 all Fab Four stuff. So it just really started getting my dad going. So by the time Paul jumped up on stage, he was he was just weeping and uh and it, it was wonderful. It's a good story, man. It's a good story. Thank you. Thank you. Danny, it has been such a joy to talk to you. It's uh it was a, it was a short chat but wonderful. I got so much information. Um uh, I'm going to make sure I give all the links to your Twitter, uh to the radio show, to Amy's uh blog. Um, I would appreciate so that, that. And, and tell my listeners to go listen to you and, uh, and, and follow you on social media. You're a good man. Thanks, Danny. You take care, keep safe and my best to you and Amy. You too. Thank you very much. Thank you. I want to thank everyone for listening today. And I want to thank my guest, Danny Bonaducci. It was a really fun interview. And I'm going to give all the links to everything we talked about today. I'm going to give the link to Danny's Twitter, to his TikTok. Also to his morning show on KZOK and the morning show podcast. I'm also going to give a link to the uh, trip that we talked about that he took with Amy in 2019 to London. And also a link to where you can pick up Danny's book, Random Acts of Badness, My Story. Thanks again for listening. Uh, My shortest episode by far, but really, really exciting. Thanks again for listening today. I really appreciate it. If you have any questions or comments... You can reach me by email, Twitter, or Facebook. Until next time, keep safe. Take care.